This is Triple H, uh, 100.1 FM. Good afternoon to you and welcome to the next episode of Rotary Matters. My name is Ian Stewart and it's really good to be with you again with another good Rotary story. But today we're going to be meeting Jeremy Wright AM. Jeremy has appeared on this program several times before. He's the district governor for a bunch of Rotary clubs on the south side of Sydney Harbour. And during his period of tenure, he has launched a series of webinars under the broad heading of Climate and Peace. Now, the next webinar comes up on Tuesday, the 10th of May. And today we're here to find out what it's all about, why it's important and who is speaking. The theme of the webinar has the rather intriguing title, Decarbonise or Die. It couldn't be more topical, could it? particularly as climate change and what to do about it, is a major issue in Australia's forthcoming federal election. Now, just in case you're joining us for the first time, let me give you the elevator pitch about Rotary. Underpinning the whole global movement, and it is worldwide, is the core concept of putting service above self. And it's, it's stories about these extraordinary, generous and heartwarming acts of service that forms the basis of this weekly programme, Rotary Matters. So each week we bring you an interview to explain and provide some insight into a specific Rotary cause or project. We might be hearing from an Australian building a school in Nepal, like we heard last week from Jan Pryor. Or it could be an Australian running an orphanage in Kenya. Closer to home, we could be focusing on looking at a food bank in suburban Sydney, removing graffiti, starting a community garden, providing learning resources for schools, or helping women suffering domestic abuse. Worldwide, there are 1.2 million members and 36,000 Rotary Clubs in 220 countries, so it's pretty big. Uh, here in Australia, there are 26,000 Rotarians and 1,100 clubs, and it's in the clubs where you'll find the beating heart of Rotary. Ordinary and extraordinary men and women of all ages who want to make a difference, focusing on local problems, on youth programmes, on supporting international aid projects, and tackling uh, health challenges like polio and malaria. It's said that uh, Rotarians dig wells from which they'll never drink, restore eyesight for those they'll never see, build houses in which they'll never live, vaccinate children they'll never meet, educate children they'll never know, and feed hungry children regardless of colour, race or politics. So today we're learning about a webinar coming up next Tuesday where under the auspices of District Governor Jeremy Wright AM, a learned faculty will debate the topic decarbonise or die. Well, Jeremy Wright, good, good, good day to you. Lovely to talk with you again. You're no stranger to Rotary Matters because we've been very privileged to have you speak with us before. And we're talking about the next in your series of webinars. Jeremy, you've run a number of these before, about six or seven, is that right? Yes, Ian, we're up to our eighth coming up on May 10th. Ian, and we really appreciate your interest in these webinars. Thank you. Okay, so now each of these webinars that you've held does align with the what we call the main areas of focus of Rotary. Um, the one that's coming up on May the 10th is uh, called Decarbonise or Die. Where does that fit into Rotary's um, priorities? Sure. So uh, Rotary introduced a, a seventh area of focus this year, and, and the areas of focus include things like disease prevention, education, um, economic development in underdeveloped areas, 
and now it includes environment and climate. And uh, it's a, a sort of an official area of focus for the Rotary Foundation to support. And the Rotary Foundation is the fifth biggest in the world. So it's a very important area, new area for Rotary to, to support, although we have been supporting environmental activities for a number of years. Okay, so you've chosen um, a very catchy uh, title for this webinar, a bit of a scary title, if I may say so, Jeremy, Decarbonize or Die. Who is going to be talking to that topic on your webinar coming up on May the 10th? Sure. And um, we, we got the title from uh, a gentleman called Larry Fink, who heads up BlackRock, which is the biggest investment company in the world, private investment company in the world. And he, uh, we've quoted him from a, a client newsletter, and his, his uh, headline was Decarbonize or Die, encouraging his clients to uh, essentially get on board the transition to renewables that's already happening. You know, whether we like it or not, whoever is in denial or otherwise, the transition to renewables is, is well underway and the momentum is growing. So we have three great speakers. We've got uh, Simon Holmes Court, which we're really pleased because he's, he's an entrepreneur and he's putting money into clean energy projects around Australia. And he's very aware of clean energy and transition projects around the world. So he's, he's, he knows the solutions to the climate issue, if you like, and he knows how uh, investment can uh, influence those solutions. We've got Rebecca McCooler-Wright. She's a CEO of the Investment Group for Climate Change, IGCC, and that's a, a membership group of superannuation funds and investment funds. And she's going to comment on what she is observing and what she's working with, and that is all the money is going away from fossil fuels, by and large, across to renewal, renewable investments. And, and some of the sovereign funds overseas, Japan, Korea, putting lots more money across to renewable investment. And even in China, there's an awful lot of money, but she'll talk about uh, Australia as well. So Jeremy, then, is, is, she, is she trying to persuade super funds to park their investments in uh, renewable energy uh, products? Um, she's encouraging them to do so as a policy that might support their environmental and social responsibility uh, activities. So right, right. Um, she's really, uh, she's really out like, she, she goes out and uh, helps them understand the benefits of moving to renewables because the renewables are the new area of growth. So it's, it, it makes sense as an investment, but it also is important to address the climate change, the climate, the climate uh, change that's happening for us all. And I would assume that many of the members of the super funds would support that idea of their funds being spent in this uh, ethically responsible way. Very much so. And her group's a membership group that talk about these strategies all the time and share, share practices, share best practices. So, uh, yes, they are. They're, uh, they're supporting uh, this new direction of placing investments into uh, renewables and moving away from fossil fuels. Okay, so you've got Rebecca McCullough-Wright, the CEO of Investor Group on Climate Change. You've got Simon Holmes-Accord, well-known as the founder of Climate 200. 
um, and from a, a, a wealthy moneyed background that he can apply in, so, in some of these areas. And your third speaker, I haven't met him before. Tell us about Ivor Frischnecht. Ivor Frischnecht was previously the CEO of the government's um, Australian Renewable Energy Agency. It was an agency that was set up um, the, the, the Labor Party, the Labor government back in, I think, uh, 2010. And it survived uh, still to this day in terms of applying government money and, uh, and grants to renewable investments and uh, climate, climate friendly or at least uh, planet friendly invest investments and, and um, going away from fossil fuels, the Australian Renewable um, uh, Energy Agency. And um, he, he resigned from that organisation in 2018 and now he heads up Victorian Solar, Victorian Solar which is a, an initiative by the Victorian government and also uh, a race to 2030, which is another initiative that's encouraging investment of into renewables by 2030. So uh, Ivor will talk about the rapid transition and, and, and what people are investing in, in terms of wind farms, solar farms, um, carbon, capture, carbon capture initiatives, agricultural initiatives that, that keep carbon in the ground, a whole, whole stack of initiatives that are going to get us to net zero as quick as possible. Jeremy, a very impressive um, faculty of speakers dealing with a huge topic, which I'm sure will be of interest to everybody in the community. Um, it's coming up on May the 10th. How do people tune in to um, hear this or the, the webinar? Ian, thank you. They can register via our website, www climateandpeace.com.au so www.climateandpeace.com.au and uh, that will give them a link and the link will allow them to come into the webinar at 6 p.m australian eastern standard time on the the tuesday night the 10th of may so i think uh, that's next tuesday so, so time. is there a fee to uh, tune in jeremy or is no, it no no now, this is um, a free webinar. Um, we're a Rotary-based organisation, like a Rotary-based webinar. However, we encourage uh, non-Rotarians to, to join in and for Rotarians certainly uh, to encourage to join in and encourage their friends to join in. The aim is to um, educate uh, and encourage advocacy for getting on board the transition that is absolutely happening. So can people um, ask questions? Uh, is there a facility for that? Ian, thank you. It, it involves the three presenters talking for about 12 to 15 minutes, and then there's a Q&A. And the Q&A, we, we use the questions that come through the webinar uh, during the, present, the, the, the speakers doing their presentation. So it's normally only an hour and a quarter, starts at 6, ends at about 7.15. Q&A is about 20 minutes at the end. Okay, so listeners, this is what you've got to do. You go to www.climateandpeace.com.au. And uh, you'll then be able to find a way of accessing uh, the seminar Decarbonize or Die webinar, I should say, uh, organized by our guest on Rotary Matters today, Jeremy Wright, and featuring a very impressive faculty of speakers. Now, Jeremy, um, you are district governor of a very large bunch of uh, Rotary clubs on the south side of Sydney Harbour. Um, you're halfway through your term of office. 
or just a bit more than halfway through, aren't you? Oh, yes. Well, there's only two months to go. Um, and uh, uh, it's been it's been a uh, uh, an amazing journey over the last 10 months with COVID, obviously, making changes necessary in terms of Rotary Clubs meeting in different ways. But we've we've coped with it. We've uh, increased our membership uh, very slightly. Um, we've introduced a number of environmental aspects to our activities, including um, environmental awards for clubs that are doing um, beach cleanups, uh, installing uh, solar panels in schools and doing other things uh, along the environmental initiative. Um, we've also addressed Indigenous programs. Sydney and the south of the harbour, there's a greater concentration of Indigenous people uh, than anywhere in Australia. Um, in Sydney, West and South. So um, we're, we're doing a number of projects now with our Indigenous communities, which I'm very proud of. Um, and, um, and so it's been a really interesting year, two months to go, not enough time to, to, to do everything, but it's been enjoyable. And Jeremy, the, the, the geography of your territory, um, how far West does it go and how far South does it go and how many clubs, in fact, are you responsible for within your district? Yeah, um, and my, my district goes from the harbour south to the Illawarra, across to sort of MacArthur, Camden, Campbelltown, and then up to about uh, Wallachia, St Mary's, Mount Druitt, and then back back along the harbour to the eastern suburbs. And, and there's a district, um, Ian, that you're in, um, that goes from the harbour north to the central coast and, and uh, west of the Blue Mountain, which probably has more clubs than we do. We have 58 clubs I think your district has over 60 clubs and uh, I know the district governor very well. Uh, Lindsay May is a great bloke and uh, uh, he's coming to the end of his uh, district governor role and I'm sure he's had a great time. He has. It's, and um, just going back to the practicalities of the Rotary Club and meetings, Jeremy, throughout COVID, many uh, transitioned into a um, virtual or sometimes a hybrid um, model What's happening with your clubs? Are people now meeting exclusively face-to-face -face, or is it still a little bit of a hybrid, some meeting face-to-face -face with a remote audience watching it on, on Zoom? Yeah, Ian, um, probably a mix between uh, the latter that you mentioned and the former. We're getting back to face-to-face -to -face by and large. But look, we learnt new technology and we learnt to, to vary our club's meeting arrangements. Um, so some clubs are, are meeting by Zoom every second week and meeting face-to-face -face every other week. Um, and when they meet face-to-face, -face, they set up a, a hybrid situation for those who, who can't attend uh, physically. But there's been a range of, of logistics in terms of meeting together, but a lot of clubs are getting back to meeting face-to-face. -face. But I think we've adopted some new technology and uh, we're using it to, uh, to our convenience. Well, it can only expand the numbers of participants, people who couldn't otherwise come and meet face-to-face -face for various reasons can now tune in from home um, watching it on Zoom. So I think the overall participation in rotary activity may well be stimulated by the, by the, uh, by the pandemic. I think you're right, Ian. Um, uh, at first, people were concerned about not being able to meet together and uh, not being able to do a a Bunnings barbecue. Mm. Um, we're back to Bunnings barbecues now, but uh, I think the, the Zoom caught some other people that weren't 
able to necessarily attend on a regular basis. Um, and to mix the two mediums of face-to-face -face and you know, new technology, I think it's working. Sure. Okay, well, Jeremy, um, best, of, best wishes to you for the remaining couple of months or so of your tenure as district governor. Good wishes for the Decarbonise or Die webinar coming up on 10th of May. Listeners, you've heard it. I'll repeat it, www.climateandpeace.com.au, and you'll find details of the seminar webinar coming up on the 10th of May, Decarbonise or Die. Jeremy Wright, District Governor, thank you very much indeed for your time today. Ian, really appreciate your interest and, uh, and thank you.